Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, the Commission. Welcome you back to the playoff edition of the Big Guns Fantasy Podcast. Well, we're one week away from the playoff picture, and right now some big games have to be decided. And first game on the docket, Troops Mortal Enemy against Diablo Del Sol. And if Diablo Del Sol wants to get in the playoffs against and take the division, he has to unseat Troops Mortal Enemy. Right now, again, Kenny Osborne with a nice 23.30 lead and an unlikely participant in the fantasy game. But again, that's how it rolls. So Diablo Del Sol has to finish out this week and he's got to beat Troops Mortal Enemy to take the division. So we will see how that goes right now. And again, it's a two-legged race in that division. So in the Barbell North, again, it's Troops Mortal Enemies basically division to lose right now. If he can hold off right now uh, against Diablo Del Sol, he will take the division. On the other side, the Duff's division, Air Jordan, who has had a great season so far, has to fend it off one more time. And again, he is in the lead, but he has Hale Murray and the champ, Batmax, OBJYN, right on his tail right now in games that need to be won. For Hale Murray, faces off against Voodoo Rage in a big, big game because, again, it's for pride. But besides that, it's also to win. And again, Troops... Mortal Enemy looking like they're going to win in their side. And again, will Eric Jordan be able to hold off on his side? Again, mistake number one, Adam Thielen was put inside the lineup and he was out. So he didn't get any points for him. So that was a big blow to Eric Jordan in that game. Hale Murray having a nice start with Kirk Cousins in the lineup, uh, getting some points and Deontay Johnson doing well. So a good start for him in this matchup as well. Uh, you like to see that. And again, if you look at it, it's a tough game for Hale Murray right now. They don't have Jonathan Taylor in the backfield. What a time to have a bye against Voodoo Rage in a game that means everything. So some free agent pickups. Mike Davis, really not too excited about him. But again, he was in the backfield for week this week, and he has to really produce some kind of points. At least 10 to 12 points you're looking to get him inside the lineup. Hopefully he'll be able to do that. Uh, time will tell, and um, we will see. Batmax, again, facing off against G-Unit, and G-Unit is, you know, trying to salvage a season that just wasn't in it in the cards for him. Again, from week one, he has had injuries and disaster, but again, we're pulling for you, G-Unit. We're hoping that you're going to be able to unthrone Batmax, but it's not looking too good. Najee Harris, who's had a good season so far for the Steelers, rumbling off 25-plus points in that one. So, again, a good start for Najee Harris as he has been a great fantasy producer in this game as well. So, again, uh, hopefully uh, things going out to the wire. But, again, it's a two-legged race. It's where it is right now. Ken Batmax and Hale Murray be able to get involved and stop Air Jordan and take the division. Time will only tell. All right, so that's our fantasy playoff implication, whatever the hell. And uh, let's talk about NFL stuff, if we can, because that's what we do here on this podcast. We talk football. And again, we are at a point that 
teams are starting to kind of put themselves in the playoff picture or out of the playoff picture. Some decisions are being made. And the Buffalo Bills, if you've been following it all, uh, have had some, some rough times, some bad beats, if you will. And Josh Allen and Sean McDermott and company have to figure out how to right this ship in the last quarter of the season. Because if they don't get it right now, they may not even make the playoffs. And it's sad because, again, everybody in the National Football League was giving the Buffalo Bills a Super Bowl bid. They were giving Josh Allen an MVP bid. And now everybody's jumped off the wagon except for a choice few Bills Mafia fans. And I'll tell you, facing off against the Bucks in Tampa, probably not the easiest way to start this winning streak if you can do it. Tom Brady certainly knows the Buffalo Bills. He understands how it is to keep them down, but he's on a different team. And they've had their struggles, too. They've been an up-and-down franchise that has certainly not been able to have the consistency that they need. But they, just like the Buffalo Bills, have a ton of weapons that they could use. And hopefully that will be something. Uh, it will be a great game, but hopefully the Buffalo Bills will be able to pull that game out. And I think the, the taste that was left in their mouth after the windy game here at Highmark Stadium is something that they have forgotten already, and they're on to the Bucks. Baltimore Ravens and the Cleveland Browns. And this is a game that, again, should have playoff implications. Um, but again, it's not really going to. I mean, the Ravens are in a good position right now, but they have still been riddled with injuries, Lamar Jackson and the running game and everything. And they could be nine, you know, nine and three right now. And they're not because of a two-point conversion to Mark Andrews that was dropped that caused them a loss. Harbaugh seems to be pretty fine with it. He says, I'm okay with it. That's a decision. I stand by it. And you know what? You got to give the guy props for that. The Browns, again, just 500. And again, this is the reason why Baker Mayfield's not going to get the big money because he can't put this team over the top. They have a team full of weapons. They are loaded. And the key cog in this this organization is Baker Mayfield, and he is just not getting it done. He's kind of like a Kirk Cousins. He has those good games, but he just can't finish it. And that's the difference between good and great. Dallas Cowboys and Washington football team. And this game is a lot bigger than you would think. The Washington football team, 6-6 six and six right now. The Cowboys are 8-4. and four, And the Washington football team looks pretty damn good right now. Tyler Heineke really starting to get his feet underneath him. Antonio Gibson starting to lather up some good runs. Terry McLaurin doing what he does. And the defense starting to stack their defensive pressures and sacks. So, again, the Cowboys have been an up-and-down franchise. They haven't really been able to kind of get that cohesion. They've lost a couple big games. And, again, Dak Prescott got the big money. But is Dak Prescott in the same boat as the Baker Mayfields? Is he in the same boat as a Kirk Cousins? Does he fall in that echelon? That's the question you have to ask yourself. Because, again, when Dak Prescott wants to have that elite status put over his head, Josh Allen wants to have that elite status put over his head. But I think a lot of people are questioning the fact of getting it done when it matters most. Certainly the Buffalo Bills have Josh Allen, and the, the offense runs through him completely. There are some teams, like Mac Jones, who puts up 128 yards, but the team has a total team effort around him to insulate him, and they win. Again, Dak Prescott's got 
Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard and CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup and Dalton Schultz and a defense that kind of holds it together. But again, everything goes through Dak Prescott. So is he? does he have the, 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 the nuts to kind of get it done? I think the Washington football team has some real good momentum here, and I think this is going to be a great game to watch for those of you because this division I still think has some room. As we look around, the Raiders and the Chiefs, always a good game. The Chiefs right now, I think, have found their sea legs. They are now standing tall. They are now looking good. And again, they're 8-4. and four. The Raiders are 6-5. and five. And the Raiders have had those flashes of brilliance as well. They have been able to unseat some teams. We didn't expect them to do it. But again, the Chiefs and Arrowhead, a very tough place to play, especially when the Kansas City Chiefs have their game together uh, right now. And, and certainly, uh, it's, it's a big thing um, for this organization. So again, the chiefs want this win. They want to take it and really keep going. The Raiders are going to do what they can do to kind of get it done. Seattle Seahawks and the Houston Texans. And listen, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this one because it really has no playoff implications. Certainly Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks have got to figure out kind of forging for the off season because they're going to be golfing before playoffs. And this team has to kind of figure out the running game. Is Russell Wilson kind of getting along in the tooth? You know, does Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf have enough? Do they need a tight end? Their defense, certainly a lot of time in the draft is going to have to be spent on the defense. And the Texans, dear God, the Texans suck. That's all I got to say about that one. They've got a sultry two wins underneath their belt. And that's just not enough to get it done. Speaking of teams that suck, well, the Jets are three and nine, and they face off against the Saints. That's a game that seems to be really, really, really boring, in my opinion. I'm not a Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill fan, and I never will be. I just don't like the cut of this cat, and I don't think that the Saints. I'm surprised that they spent the money that they spent on this cat because, again, he's just. He's a glitchy kind of player, in my opinion. He's not a guy that you're going to build your franchise around. He's a gadget player. And I think Trey Lance Trey Lance falls into that kind of that mold right now. The reason why they've stuck with Jimmy Garoppolo for the 49ers is because Trey Lance is glitchy. And again, I think Justin Fields is glitchy. And I think a lot of these guys that came out early are really not... You know, you look at a Zach Wilson, you look at a Trevor Lawrence, and you say to yourself, I can build a franchise around these guys. I can put some certainly good pieces. But when you look at Justin Fields and you look at Trey Lance and you look at Taysom Hill, you're like, eh, no, I don't really like to run my offense this way. Um, the Jets, like I said, have had some 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 good play and Robert Salah, Saleh, hey, I can't tell you how much this guy is going to build this franchise up and better every year and I think he's going to be around for some years and I think he's going to be able to really put some things together for this team it's still work in progress and I think the Saints might have a tough time with the Jets I think the Jets are coming into a good time right now they're feeling pretty good about themselves so we will see how that works going forward Atlanta and Carolina That's a tough game, man. Five and seven versus five and seven. Carolina Panthers have a lot to figure out. The Atlanta Falcons, 
need to figure out some stuff as well. Again, they've got some good pieces, but they don't have great pieces. And Matt Ryan is long in the tooth, still able to ball out and fantasy wise. But again, uh, and the Panthers, you know, they thought they had Cam Newton for his comeback tour and he was benched and he's crap. And the Carolina Panthers are on fire. Yeah. So that's that. Um, who cares about those games as well? Detroit Lions and Denver Broncos. And a sad note, Demarius Thomas, longtime Bronco wide receiver, found dead at age 33. Uh, our thoughts go out to him and his family um, on a sad, sad day for them. Uh, Detroit Lions came off of their first victory. Are they flying high? Do they have the momentum? Does Dan Campbell have this team locked up, locked in, ready to go? Again, DeAndre Swift, a good player. Jared Goff, a decent player. They have some good good pieces to this puzzle, but they have a lot of work to do. They're facing off a Broncos team that I'm sure is going to take this game and they're going to tribute to Demarius Thomas. Look for the momentum for the Denver Broncos so far this season, but they are a team that also has a lot to do. Giants and Chargers, oh my, the 4-8 and eight Giants against the 7-5 Chargers. And are the Chargers ready to make a late season run? Are they able to forge toward the finish line right now? They're not out of it. They're in the thick of it. Will the Giants be able to slow down the Chargers is the question. I don't know. But I think right now the Chargers are feeling a little bit better about their chances. And there's a lot of teams as we start to talk about these, these weak matchups that you look toward the offseason and you look at how this team certainly has to put together a plan. There's a lot of work to be done around the National Football League with a lot of teams, whether it be the running back, whether it be the quarterback, whether it be the offensive line, the defensive line, there is a lot to do. And when you look at the Chargers and you, you know, you've heard the, the expression, the choke Chargers, you really want to know what this t- Justin Herbert franchise guy, he's going to be with this organization for some time to come. Austin Eckler, you know, he's a mainstay. You got Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, who really seem solid. I think they need to go after a tight end to kind of get that underneath game really locked in. Um, but there's there a difficult conversation. The Chargers aren't an easy fix because there's some pieces that are there and there's some pieces that are not. As for the Giants, Danny Dimes being injured again. Mike Glennon, not not a good situation. Squan Barkley, you know, in and out of the lineup with an injury and really hasn't been able to get right. And, um, you know, do you take this guy? Do you trade him to an organization that is thirsty and hungry for a running back and try to build up some draft capital or try to trade for another player? The Giants need to do something different. They need to go into a different direction. Will Joe Judge be part of that plan going forward is anyone's guess. But uh, Kadarius Tony, they look like they found a diamond in the rough with him. If he can stay on the healthy side as well. Kenny Galladay, time will tell if he will be with this organization or he will move on to greener pastures. Uh, but the Giants have a lot to figure out, especially in a very competitive division like the NFC East for sure. And again, going forward, the 49ers and the Bengals. And this is a very interesting game. AFC-NFC matchup. And... The San Francisco 49ers, you know, are at 500. The Bengals are at 7-5. And and the Bengals still have enough gas in their tank to be dangerous. Again, they have slapped around some teams, but they've also had some big miscues. And when we started the season, 
we did the draft preview and we started talking about the Bengals. We thought the offensive line was going to be a sieve and the defensive line was going to be lax. And this team has has risen to the occasion and has shown that they can play with the big boys. But can they consistently stay with the big boys is the question. And you, you hear about the Bengals and then you hear about the Chargers and two teams that have the ability to match up with anybody in the National Football League, but they don't do it on a consistent basis. And I think that's really the problem is consistency. Which Bengals team will you see this Sunday and which 49ers team will you see this Sunday? Because the 49ers are kind of a similar breed. The Jimmy Garoppolo situation between him and Trey Lance has kind of calmed down. They're kind of saying, like, Jimmy's our guy right now, and we want Trey Lance to see the offense from the sidelines to really understand it. But I don't know if they feel as comfortable with Trey Lance as they did when they first drafted him. And, again, this team definitely in the offseason has to figure out the running back situation because it has been a mess. And Elijah Mitchell and Trey Sermon. I don't know what the hell happened to Trey Sermon, by the way. I just don't know what happened to him. There was so much potential that was in the tank for this cat, and and he's gone. He's nowhere to be found. Um, Again, Debo Samuels and a lot of players um, in this team, the Brandon Ayukes. But again, you look at how Shanahan works in this offense, and he is a very mysterious kind of guy because he's all over the place. Uh, 49ers, I don't think you're doing anything. Uh, But again... They can play spoiler right now to the Bengals. The Bengals need a big win in a big way in this game for sure. And then the Sunday night game is the Chicago Bears at the Green Bay Packers. Always a good NFC matchup. Um, And again, I think the Bears can't get out of their own way. This is an organization that is in peril right now. And the Packers looking damn good. I don't see many things wrong with this organization besides Aaron Rodgers' ego. But he's a damn good quarterback, and this team has a good coach, and it just seems like a total team effort and definitely will be in the playoff conversation at the end of the year, if not Super Bowl preview. I think the Bears have their work cut out for them in this game. Going into Lambeau at this time of the season is a tough place to play, and uh, it is what it is. So again, and then the Monday night game, the Rams at the Cardinals. And this is a hell of a game too, because the Cardinals are not getting as much respect as I think they should. And the Rams again, have been a good franchise, but they have not been as elite as everybody expected. They've lost some games that they should have won. Vegas definitely had their, uh, their winnings uh, made on a couple of Rams games, if you will. Uh, but the Arizona Cardinals have got Kyler Murray back, and they're pretty happy about that. James Conner has turned into a very good player. Um, him and Chase Edmonds, a great one-two punch. You look at D-Hop, and he is a great guy. Rondell Moore, Christian Kirk. This team looks good. And Zach Ertz, a real nice fit-in piece for this team that they so desperately needed. And I think the Arizona Cardinals have this game. I don't think the Rams are going to be able to get up for this game as much. Sure, they've got Cooper Cup. Sure, they have Matt Stafford. But they've had some issues with injuries at the running back position. And again, the Rams team has the ability to play with anybody in the National Football League. But you just don't know, um, you know how it's going to work out. So again, the National Football League, the reason why they play is because it can anybody can win on any given day. So, all right, well, listen, that's all the time I have for now. Hopefully you like what you heard. If you didn't, go fuck yourself. Talk to you later. See ya.